1: 90 so shows taught me seen it before Stuck behind never-ending windows All you need is a door Searching for something To put a smile back on your face Just remember in unusual times It can come from an unusual place You need a partner for the ride money mm-hmm. shows me shit 90 shows taught me was not filmed before live studio audience
2: welcome back to shit 90 shows taught me i'm just sterling here with my co-host sarah Ferguson. sarah how are you jessica another
3: day another season of boy meets world put it in the books is
2: in the books can you believe we're already two seasons into the first show that we started this podcast with? I really can't believe it.
3: I can't believe it either. Um, it's been like such a ride. Um, we're coming up on our one-year anniversary as I like to talk about often, <laughs> and I just like can't believe it. Like it's you know, it just feels like such an accomplishment when you mm-hmm. finish a season of a TV show and then get on uh, a platform to talk about it yeah
2: that's the funny thing if you're listening and you've been with us from the start you're great you're amazing hi <laughs> uh we're still here we're still talking about boy meets the world uh we finished season two that's two out of what six seasons we have to watch i'm pretty sure there's six i probably i think there's seven. Oh my god seven okay well we're two yeah. through seven so we're almost a third of the way there um. Yeah. Let's. This is our recap, uh, season two wrap up podcast. Basically, uh, so we're gonna talk generally about our thoughts on the season. Um, very similar if you were here for our season one wrap up We're going to talk through what we liked, what we didn't like The characters, uh, our favorite episodes, our not so favorite episodes Obviously we have to wrap up the fashion awards I know that's what you're all here for um, So yeah, let's uh, let's get into it Season two of Boy Meets World in the books um, Sarah, what were your thoughts on season two as a whole? If you had thought, to describe your thoughts, <laughs> um, I thought that season two
3: um, the the great thing about season two were all of the guest stars or the guest characters. So, we saw a lot of unique and interesting characters that were only there for, you know, like a couple of episodes and they had mm-hmm. I feel like those episodes were the high highs in terms of like storylines and um and like pr- progression of characters. Um I think it was actually a weaker season and Um I I'm very surprised you know coming from season one when we were like you know this kind Of got stale it kind of got boring um or like we were so excited to go to season two where we were Like more of the action is going to happen yeah um overall I you know I generally think that I Enjoyed season one more which I am pretty shocked to say I, I mean this season definitely felt more of Like what the Boy Meets worlds, like we know and love, had more of that feeling. But in terms of like comparing it to season one, I think that season one had more high highs. Um, what do you think?
2: Actually, it's funny because I thought maybe I'd be the only one feeling that way. I would say I kind of echo your sentiments on a lot of those things, right? Like the the guest stars like Teresa and Wendy and um, and even people like I, I love while I love the introduction of Harley Kiner and Frankie and Joey, and those are staples, and obviously we will get to talking about Turner, another huge staple in the show, Um, loved their introductions, I think that we thought season two was something different coming into it, right? Like, I think Mm -hmm. maybe we thought season two was what season three is actually going to be. We thought, okay, we'll lose Minkus, (sighs) Mm -hmm. but we'll get so much more Topanga, and then it turns out, like, no, we really didn't have much Topanga. Like we may have even had yeah. less Topanga than we did in season one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that like I do agree with you. I think when I'm thinking iconic Boy Meets World episodes, iconic Boy Meets World moments, um, not a lot of them this season. Uh, some strong showings from the individual episodes, but I think that uh, Boy Meets World season one was probably a bit more. I remember those episodes more. Um, yeah, that I memorable. do season two yeah, yeah yeah so I think I don't know Like not I am not going to crap on season two Because I think we had a fun time covering it And I, I liked season two But I would also put season one above Season two which is a shock Like I don't think coming into season two I would have predicted this um, That yeah. being said I really did enjoy uh, I think if we're Picking specific characters, which we will talk about every character's arc. Um, I will say I think this season did a ton for for Sean specifically. Um, so I do appreciate it for that for that reason. Um, but I think we missed out on a lot of. We got a couple cute moments between Topanga and Corey, but uh, not as much I think as we we expected coming into this season.
3: Right. Exactly. Um, I yeah I I absolutely agree with you. I do think that Sean had. A, a good showing, um, Corey. I just like, I, I mean, we'll get into this with like individual arcs, but like, you know, Corey matured in this season, but he definitely wasn't a standout. Um, yeah, and I think that they kind of utilized different characters to like pull up the slack. Um, namely Eric. I think that this season was. Probably like fifty percent Eric's season and fifty percent Corey's season. Like I feel like they really, um, you know, used Will Friedle as like you know as many storylines as Corey. Maybe not. Maybe not 50 mm-hmm. exactly. Maybe like a. No, but he definitely had more 55. of a
2: presence than mm-hmm. he did last season. And yeah. then we have Morgan, who like completely disappeared this season. Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah. I mean all of the family members ultimately kind of became more and more absent aside from Eric. Like, you know, we'll, we'll yeah. discuss, but I feel like every family member of the Matthews family took a step back this season. Um, mm-hmm. But we did get, you know, a lot of really, really exciting, memorable people. I mean, and, and a lot of times we spent this season saying, I can't believe this person was only in... X amount of episodes because they're so memorable. So I think like overall um, season two is memorable because we all remember TK. We all remember Jason, who's only in season two. We all remember... Like, you know, Wendy, maybe a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, we definitely remember Harley. Harley was it only in season two. So I feel as though like my biggest takeaway is the supporting characters made season two rather yeah. than a Corey, a Sean and Eric and the Matthews family. They really had a lot of standout side characters.
2: Yeah yeah and I would even say that like season one was much more Matthews family focused so like Mm -hmm. when Corey had an issue he'd go to his parents all the time Um, and I felt like this season they really leaned on Mr. Turner for more of that. And then they had, because they're involving side characters like Harley and Frankie and Joey and all of that, it obviously takes away screen time from the family itself. So I completely agree. This season did have really good points. But I think um, if we're looking at all the episodes as a whole, there's a lot more forgettable episodes than there were in season one. Um, yeah. And just a lot less uh, Cory and Topanga stuff than I had remembered um, right. And so so we'll get into that But that those are I agree with what you Were saying as well I enjoyed season two I like. I mean I like it it was good But I, I, I think season one feels more Like classic Boy Meets World to me um, Than season two Does
3: yeah I also Feel like it was less like I don't know like we Or maybe it wasn't like less so Funny but more like We laughed so much at like Some stupid crap In season one yeah because it was Just so like ridiculous and like I Don't know I don't know like Maybe it's just like a tone change But nonetheless Mm. I mean it is There were a lot of Bright spots and In between like you know, really, really important. um, We had really important Cory and Topanga stuff that, like, took us to the level. But it was, like, I'm thinking of, like, their first, like, really good kiss was in the werewolf episode, who's afraid of Mm Cory Wolf. And then we have... um, you know wake up little Cory where like they were found Together sleeping you know Falling yeah. asleep like it's like All these like important Cory and Topanga moments are sandwiched in Like met episodes So it's kind of like s-
2: Yeah Yeah they, they really didn't have too much of, like, dedicated episodes to progressing their relationship. Like, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit, right? Like, they had the one where they go to the the poetry reading, which mm-hmm. was, like, a big step mm-hmm. for them. And, and even Wake Up Little Cory. Um, but, yeah, it wasn't so much the Topanga and uh, Cory show. It really felt Like more of I mean when we talk character arcs And we talk relationships I felt like Corey and Sean's relationship Progressed way more um, Than than Corey and Topanga's
3: it's kind of funny because, you know, Corey and Topanga are like the it couple that been together since they were like, quote unquote, three years old. And it's like, how are you possibly mm-hmm. going to know like this is the person if you never like dated around? Like it's almost like Corey's like, no, I did date around. But in season two when I was 13 years old. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so yeah that's exactly. That's when I dated it's around. Like, how are you going to retcon that you've been dating this like girl since you're three years old when the first two seasons you barely freaking look at her? Um yeah Yeah. It's it's fine but yeah so those I guess those are our general thoughts and we'll obviously Expand on them as we we get into each Character and all of that um but Did you have an MVP Of the season if you're gonna give an award Out to the best best character Of the season who who did you give yours To
3: Uh okay so I mean I have once again I have like my serious Answer and then I have like I mean like how I kind of really Feel But my serious answer, I think, would maybe be Eric. We saw him, like, develop, and we had some, like, really, you know, good episodes with him. Um, I'm thinking of particularly... um, I'll tell you. Is it
2: by hook or by crook, the one with the tutor? Yes, thank you.
3: Uh, Particularly by hook or by crook with the tutor, where, you know, we kind of get an insight into, like, you know, Eric wanting to do well, but, like, you know, people not taking him seriously because he's good-looking and he really wants to try. Um, we got um, the start of his relationship with Feeny, which is obviously a very, like, iconic relationship between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that he was funny. They used him a lot for, like, um for, like, a light, you know, a light... You know, whenever there was something serious in an episode, they used him uh, for the laugh, which, you know, worked sometimes and worked, Mm -hmm. didn't work sometimes. But overall, I think, um, you know, he still like was an older brother, kind of like terrible sometimes to Corey, but a huge improvement from season one. And I really thought that um,
2: I liked what I saw from Eric. Okay, Um, I had a different MVP of the season. Uh, I have Mr. Turner I think oh, he of has course. He has such a strong Showing in the first season He's in like I think he comes in and he we we talked about this a lot, right? Like he's there as another teacher for Feeney to be able to talk to, but they have very different ideologies, very different thoughts on the best way to teach their students. I thought he comes in as like a really great mentor for Sean and Corey. I think he takes a lot of the space up that Amy and Alan previously had. Um and I just I really I mean I love obviously I love the ending of the season as well, and he plays a big part in that. So I gave my point to my, my MVP title to Turner. I thought he had a really strong showing. And if I was going to have like an honorable mention, um, I put Sean just because I thought those last two episodes were really strong. But I think Turner takes it if we're talking season long MVP. Mm-hmm. I think I have to give it to Turner.
3: Yeah, that does make sense. Um, My heart wants to give it to Desiree TK. <laughs> wendy as well um they were they yeah. were stars i mean they really were like desiree was so funny tk is so mm. memorable for only being in one episode i just can't believe it um poor wendy really got the bad edit um she didn't deserve it yeah but you're i mean mr turner did have a great showing um i'm curious to see what comes of next season. I feel like we're going to see even more from him. Um but um yeah, Mr. Turner's great. I just think that like We Got a different side to Eric And this is kind of like a good Middle ground between like him not Being like a womanizer and him not Being a moron like if we are Going to give him an award At any time I think this is the Season to do it um
2: That's fair we don't know I mean this might be his best showing Like this might be his Mm -hmm. best season like It's Mm -hmm. interesting to think about because I felt like season one he was such a dick To Corey all the time like he got my LVP Last season I believe like yeah, he's he was such a dick to Corey. And I think like this season, he definitely like you said, he had more storylines to himself. He was the comedic relief oftentimes. Um, yeah, I think he had a good season, too. I just thought like Turner came in with a fucking bang. Like he was yeah. there from the start with just like, I don't know. I just thought he was really great. So
3: and i liked his moments. I liked Eric's moments with Jason as well. I thought that they were a fun yeah. duo. Um, sad to say that, like, they're not going to have any more episodes together, um, which is, like, kind of disappointing, but, yeah.
2: Yeah, no, it is unfortunate. I, I I mean, it's like, we lose so many people going into season three. It's like Minkus all over again. Um, but moving, moving on to our LVP of this season. Um, so, I have a joke answer, and it's Morgan, because she has, like, three words, but. Mm -hmm. No, it's um, definitely Morgan, Morgan was but like if I'm literally She's like a child, like if (sighs) she's a
3: non-entity though. At least last season she was like funny and she had sassy things. She might have like screamed her lines, but she was great in the first season. And I think that we didn't appreciate her enough because we were too distracted by her line delivery. But she was (laughs) a great character in season one. She was so funny. She was like Really sassy we had like a Really great moments between Corey and Morgan um, I, and mm-hmm. I thought that was Really really enjoyable and then she Comes on the kid actors Like I don't give a fuck about anything I'm not going to say any lines And like we totally lose her like my LVP is definitely Morgan Because she was okay. especially Compared to her first season But what's your what's your yeah. real answer
2: well, I mean, I can give it to Morgan because I, I do think she's earned the LVP title, but my backup or like my uh, my honorable mention was Amy simply because I felt like she didn't have a lot to do this season. And it was one of my grapes with season one was that I felt like Alan really took The front seat in terms of the parent that is involved and I felt like even more so this season we saw way less of Amy and it was kind of I remember saying in our season one wrap up that I'm hoping for season two that we get to see more of Amy and complete opposite happened Um, so it's not against the character necessarily it's more against the fact that she didn't have a ton to do. Um and I just I felt like the season lacked Her presence a bit um so we'll See what happens in season three maybe she's There more maybe she's there even less Because now we have Elliot coming into the Picture as well another adult Um so I'm curious Eli. to see What what happens with Amy oh what did I say Elliot Oh is his name Elliot and I just <laughs> I think his name <laughs> is Eli not. <laughs> to be Fair it's very close <laughs> Uh, Just check I down mean,
3: a is, extra it is letters. pretty close. It is pretty close. I'll give that to you. Um, I can't wait for Elliot, the best teacher in the entire <laughs> Boy Meets World franchise. Elliot Williams. Uh,
2: I'm terrible with names. I'm terrible <laughs> with names. Um, but it's yes, close. Those are, oh, are LVPs. LVPs. <laughs> LVPs and MVPs. Um, should we move on to talking character arcs here? We have a list. Of course. Uh all right. Let's let's talk about the main man, the main guy, Corey Matthews. His Corey. character arc this season. Yeah. Um so
3: Corey, I feel like, definitely matured this season. Um at least a little bit. I think his most his biggest focus this season was, who am I? What am I going to do? What name am I going to make myself in my junior high school? Um, and then he actually then evolved from boys are um, I mean girls are icky and sports are everything to you know like maybe I will want to date around um, so that I think that was his focus like girlfriends but not like in a gross womanizing way like Eric. Except for sometimes, yeah. except for the second episode, sometimes, off. sometimes. But um, and also the the episode where the beard, um, that was a little womanizing as well. But that was mostly from advice to yeah, from Eric. But um, but he, yeah, for me, he was very focused on his legacy, um, and finding where he fits in this uh equation of life.
2: Yeah, I think Corey, to me, definitely hit a little bit of a bump in the road this season. I I much preferred season one's Corey. This season, Corey felt more way too focused on being popular and like getting with like being. It's not even just that he wanted to date. It was that everybody else was dating. So he felt like he should Um, be. And so that was kind of like. A bummer a bit for me Um, And I think like And I mean everybody goes through growing pains When you're an adolescent You know it makes sense He's starting high school or junior high school Or whatever the heck Um, And he's going through these things But I think above all else I did appreciate the corey Sean relationship Even more this season Um, I think that really shined Um, And I I do love uh, Corey's relationship With with Harley and Frankie and Joey I think those were were some highlights as well Um, So yeah I don't think we saw I think if we're talking character growth I don't think we saw a ton with Corey this season I think it really for me I think there were other characters that just had uh bigger growth arcs which is funny considering Corey's like our main guy right like I (laughs) I did
3: not necessarily feel like Corey was our main guy this season like we saw him in every episode of course but I just didn't feel like he was our main guy um He tried a lot of things. He tried being class president. He tried having a radio show. He tried. um, He started a entire like student walkout for not taking Mm -hmm. uh, tests. Um, So he kind of but he kind of failed at all these things.
2: (laughs) Um yeah. What I think we found from Corey is that he's not like a jack of all trades type of guy. He's yeah. willing to try a bunch of stuff, but he's not mm-hmm. necessarily
3: trying to be a jock.
2: It. He tried um being on the wrestling team. Ugh, yeah.
3: Uh, but yeah, a, a a lot of flopping. Um I think that what improved this season, you're right, is definitely his friendship with Sean. Um I think that's where he focused Like most of his energy on Like by the last few episodes We get to see him like really care for Sean Um, Wrong side of the tracks Where uh, Sean started hanging out with Harley And the friends, those other friends Um, Like that was a good thing Like him, you know, wanting to be there for him Um, But yeah, Mm -hmm. like I definitely... Think that overall There probably wasn't too much Development it's just like He I don't know he was just Like kind of all over the place really
2: Yeah yeah I mean I don't think Like that's there's a reason Corey didn't get her MVP of the season I just feel Mm -hmm. Like there was other characters that Had more going for them This season one of which is Sean Who's who I want to talk about next I feel like there was a reason he's my backup or my honorable mention for my MVP. Uh, we learned so much more about Sean this season. We didn't know last season, right? Like we learned he lives in a trailer park. He doesn't live like like Corey does. Uh, we get to meet his dad. His mom leaves like the last two episodes did so much for Sean. But even before that, we have him figuring himself out in a much On a much bigger scale than I think Corey's doing Right like Corey is joining wrestling And trying out radio and all of this stuff But Sean is literally to the point Where he doesn't know who he is And he feels like I'm just gonna become This this like uh, This troubled kid Anyway I know I'm gonna become The Harley Kiner so I might as well Get a head start on it and I don't deserve A friend like Corey Right um, yeah
3: Corey's like You know Corey's goal is like who am I In my Like small high school setting yeah. And Sean's like who am I In like a life setting Like who am I going to be right. Um, I think that this was a great season for Sean. Um, we definitely see a lot of good nuggets for his future. Um, and ultimately, I think, like, he became less of Corey's, like, sidekick best friend and more of his own person and character, um, in this Mm -hmm. season, which is phenomenal. Um, I think that we see him definitely, like, we, you know... With the mailbox from season one And a couple things like we knew That he was like a little bit of a Troublemaker but between You know this season with the Mr. Weenie um, Paper thing Mm -hmm. And you know him deciding to hang Out with like Harley and the gang um, And Like Uh, You know more he was more In trouble I'm so shocked That he did not get Suspended at any point in time In this season Um, But he um, You know we also see him Being like more of a ladies Man this um, Season which is you know Something that's going to develop More and more as the seasons Go on like he you know Gets a reputation of being Like you know Very much of a ladies man and we see him start to you know date Around but um you know There's moments like Um The episode where he was not invited To the party Because Mm um Because Of like who he is And um well, that was because he was a popular kid. But then there was like this other thing where he was supposed to go on, right. on a date with a girl. And because of his background, he couldn't um, he couldn't go out with the girl. Um, so there's mm-hmm. a ton of development and character development. And I think I mentioned this in the our last episode. But this really, really made Sean a three-dimensional character. Um With a ton of layers and they did a really, really great job this season of, you know, painting a full picture of who Sean is and who he will become.
2: Yeah, 100 percent. I think this 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 season did a ton of legwork in terms of making us want to root for Sean and not just seeing him as Corey's best friend. He has his own storyline um. Yeah. Fantastic. I really can't wait to see more of Sean in season three, um, because we know now the way we left things off is he's going to be living with Turner. Um. Mm-hmm. So that's just a whole new and and that's the other thing that you know we haven't talked about Turner yet, but um, the relationship between him and Sean and kind of the building blocks that they set up this season. I think that those are really great and those are some of my most my my, my most favorite things of this season. Is uh kind of like the Turner relationship With the students because we've we've seen Feeny with the students in season one And then we have a completely different adult And a different perspective and a different type of teacher Uh you know Forming a relationship with them in season two Um yeah no huge leaps and bounds For Sean this season Uh I really really enjoyed what they did with him Um Moving on to a quieter character this season is Alan Matthews. Uh, season one, we talked a lot about how he was like the the mentor, the, the, the adults that Corey went to when he's struggling, right? Like he is the voice of reason in a lot of those scenes. Season two, not so much. I think he still had a stronger presence than Amy, um, but not not by a ton. Like he really wasn't super active. Um Still a bit of a hothead, as always. Uh, we see a little bit more romance between him and Amy, which we hadn't seen a ton of. I mean, a little bit, but not a ton in season one. Um, so we get more there. Um, but yeah, I think the most... I think he shines the most in Career Day, which is the the penultimate, where we see um, him agreeing to take in Sean. And I think, you know... I think season one, if we were to look back, I'd say you could count five, six moments like that in season one with Alan. And I think that season two is a little bit more limited. We didn't get as many uh, shining Alan's the great dad moments uh, mm-hmm. as we did in right. season one. What do you think of uh, of Alan? I absolutely agree with you. We don't. He definitely
3: takes a step back this season. Um, we don't see him as much with his children. What we do get is him and Amy you know, saying, Oh, like, should we worry about this about either either kid? Um, or like, you know, being, you know, exasperated by whatever his children are doing. Yeah. And you know, it's definitely like a disappointment because Alan um is a very interesting character. Um, and I did like the moments between him and Corey. I liked the dad son moments. Uh, we did wish for less last season and we got our wish, but you know, I kind of want to see, (laughs) we got it, but I want to see something in the middle. Um, naturally as kids grow up, they, you know, rely less on their parents and more so on other influences in their life. So, you know, we talked a little bit, a little bit about this throughout the season. It makes sense. Theoretically, But um, I definitely wanted to see more from Alan, more development, learn more about his backstory. We definitely got a ton more from him in season one um, with everything, with his family life. We learned a lot about his family life last season. We learned a lot about his relationship with his parents. We learned about like how he handles like work. Um, And we did not get any of that, really. Um, You know, we just got. Snippets at home um, And it was just yeah. used as Like you know once or twice an episode We check in at the Matthews Residence and see what's happening But I think his best showing you're Absolutely right is um, Career day The penultimate episode and the Finale home where he Decides to step up And you know bring uh, take Sean In but then ultimately like we Get like the typical like Alan Stuff like He gets heated when he's aggravated. He gets heated. So um, that's kind of his most memorable moments of the season.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, Moving on to his wife, Amy Matthews. Uh, We talked a little bit about her already. You know, I was disappointed we didn't get more Amy moments this season. I thought um, being that. Season one felt very Alan focused I thought maybe maybe we'll get more Amy moments um but I I, Honestly I think a lot of it is That they focus a lot of time on the male Characters like we I mean Topanga's barely around this season Morgan obviously is not Really talking much and Amy really takes Even further backseat if she was already in the Backseat now she's sitting fucking three rows behind everybody Like (laughs) she didn't Say much and it's disappointing I think if we're pointing out like Some of Amy's strong moments I feel like I mean the main one is also Probably career day and home and I think It's because she's balancing out Alan Right Alan's getting frustrated and Amy Is the one saying shh like It's okay we'll make it work we'll we'll Make things work it's okay if we have Another kid in the house we'll do this thing you know Like she's very supportive um, Of Sean and and taking him in But I think beyond that Nothing really stands out in my mind In terms of like huge huge Amy Moments
3: The other Amy um, moment that uh, sticking out to me is when Harley Kiner comes to talk about relationship advice with her. Um, I really like that. do love that. And she was just like, you know, like, you know, if you love her, then you have to like, you know, make do you know, pay attention to her and do stuff that makes you happy or makes her happy. I thought that that was really good. Um. I also you know I'm pairing off I think that there is a lot of um, a little bit of Guidance between um, you know like you have to get to know a girl um, and like really Like you know you ask her out because you know you like her and you have to Know her name um, so I think that there's there are some like good moments um, with the Matthews family I'm I like also Amy like um you know telling Eric like don't like answer your beeper to Desiree <laughs> like um yes. you know she yeah. didn't like that um wh- what else like there is like a lot of like Snippets very small snippets Of her interacting with Yeah I love
2: uh, her and Alan On the the anniversary With the um the trash Compactor or whatever the heck I thought that was a funny moment but yeah I just think like Those are they're funny. I just think we're missing some more of the serious stuff that we get with some of the other characters, right? Like the death. Right. I want to be we want to know more
3: about Amy. We want to know more about her home life, her backstory. And I honestly I don't know if we're going to get it. I can't remember it. And I don't I I don't think so because remember. And I think the thing
2: is, is. You think if we were going to get it, it'd be in season one because the, mm-hmm. the the main characters Corey and Sean, all of them, are so young still. So their family is going to be it's going to be more centered on their families for the show. Um, right. I feel like the older that Corey and Sean and Eric and all of them get the less time that we'll have for the family dynamic. Um, So we probably won't learn a ton. I'd be happy with just, you know what I would be happy with? If in season three, we got like the same thing we got with by hook or by crook with Eric and the tutor, right? That entire episode was centered on Eric and the tutor. I'd love to see an entire episode just dedicated to to Amy and Alan or even just Amy. Um, I think that would do a world of a difference in in making us care and making us see her as a three dimensional Mm -hmm. character. I don't think we're going to get it, but that's what I would Mm -hmm. like to see. Um, And I say this as if the show is not already over. I don't remember. I have no idea if that's coming down the line. Um, I'd like to see it if, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I think that disappointed that we didn't see more of Amy this season. But someone who got your MVP vote and we did see a ton of is is Eric. Yeah. What are your what are your thoughts on Eric's arc? Yeah, I mean, Eric is
3: definitely a predominant character in this season. We see him like form his own storylines. We I think that his relationship with Jason really. Elevated his character as well Mm. Um, We get to see him As like You know have different interests And different friends besides just like Getting girls um, And like forgetting them and a new Girl every episode like we still kind Of got a new girl every episode But it wasn't As much as like a Focus Um, I think That he was also used As like a big comedic Presence and we got To see different a different side of him which Made him more likable in My opinion Um, overall I Think it was a really good season from Eric um, obviously by Hook or by Crook is A really big standout Episode for him um, Probably my favorite showing in the Entire series of mm-hmm. um, So far of Eric um, And then you know we, yeah. we Still get silly moments but They're not like they don't feel Like stupid you know what I mean Like they just like feel Like mm-hmm. you know we're gonna use Eric um, As like a ha ha Moment
2: Yeah, I think the the huge change for me with Eric is you, you mentioned it a little earlier that like he does have Jason. And I think that when we have just Eric and His siblings, of course, he's going to seem like that shitty older brother who treats his younger sibling like garbage. So when Mm -hmm. I think when you give him a character like Jason to bounce off of, you see their friendship. It really is going to show you the better signs of of Eric. Right. And and we see him being, you know, somewhat of a womanizer. But I think the way he does it, it, it's more endearing this season. Um, yeah, I think I, I think you're right. I think by hooker if we didn't get by hooker by crook, uh, which again is the the episode where where Eric is getting tutored and he he uh, is, you know, cheats and then he admits to cheating and all that stuff. I think if we don't get that episode, I think my view on Eric is a lot different. I think that episode mm-hmm. does so much for him as a character. Um, We get uh, I think is this the first Maybe it happens in season one where he calls Morgan Weasel. Um, I don't think we had many Morgan and Eric stuff this season. Um, But yeah, I think he's I think this does a lot for him. And I'm curious to see we've talked about it before. He goes from being a womanizer to really fucking stupid in the future, like really fucking stupid. And so I'm really curious to know when that shift happens. We're we're not even halfway through covering this show. Um, so I really want to know what season do they flip the fucking switch on us? Uh, maybe it's next season. I-, I don't know, but I'm curious to find out. Yeah. Um, I also liked him a lot
3: in um, Notorious and Me and Mr. Joe with Desiree. Um, we loved Desiree. We thought that she was such a funny and compelling character. And um, also yeah. we had Pud. Jason. And we also had Jason um, there Mm -hmm. as well And then ultimately, you know We get to see, like, Eric go from, like, a slobbering mess with Desiree To, like, sticking up for himself and standing by Jason Of course, Jason uh, switches the script on him And goes out with Desiree instead of him But um, I thought that was really good Um, I think that Maybe what helped, this might be a hot take. I think maybe what helped Eric be likable is that Jason, even though he was a fun character, he was much less likable than Eric in comparison. So compared to Jason, oh. he's like,
2: oh, wait, no, Eric is great. Like Jason's the slime ball. Yes. This is such a good point. Yes, I didn't think about. I mean, I feel like this coincides with my theory of like, OK, well, Jason is there. To, so he's a friend with Jason. He's like Jason's also pretty shitty. So it, by comparison, <laughs> it makes by good. comparison, that's, fantastic. Like, that's so right. The, yeah.
3: Yeah. A lot of the times when Eric got himself into like a pickle, it's because Jason got him into that situation. And like anytime yeah. that we didn't like what Eric was doing It's because Eric pushed him to do it Like the stupid storyline where he was listening to the tapes To learn how to be a skater And then we got the dumb like Nancy Kerrigan um, You know daydream It's like that was Jason's fault So if anything we yeah. can blame Jason not Eric
2: That's completely fair No I like this I like this a lot I think it makes sense OK, so moving on to Morgan, we kind of already talked about her a bit. Uh, I don't know how much I really have to say on her because she's barely there. But yeah, big step down for Morgan. Um, she barely had any lines this season. I I mean, I preferred the shouting Morgan, to be honest. Um, sad, too, because this is the last season we get with this version of of Morgan. So I wish we yeah. could have more to say about her, honestly.
3: Yeah, uh Lindsay Nixie, I think it is her her name this actress. Um an adorable child star. She was, couldn't be cuter to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Um, I really liked her. Um, and last season, she was hilarious. She was a little star. Like, I mean, in my opinion, I, I mean, I hope you feel bad now that you were like shitting on her the whole <laughs> I do,
2: time. You, I do feel you bitch. guilty. I'm like, yeah. I just trashed this child star in season one yeah. so much
3: so that she like. And now, now look stop. what we have. She probably heard you in the past. Like, she's probably a time traveler and was like. Fuck I suck like nobody likes me I'm Going to so like we know um, that this Actress it was a joint decision between her, her mother, mm-hmm. and the producers that they were no longer going to continue with this actress. She just didn't want to be there anymore. She's super young, probably like seven or eight, yeah. if that, at that time. And it's hard. Like, you know, it's hard. You don't really have a life as a child actress. So um, I don't believe that she goes on to any acting endeavors. I do know that she makes some sort of a cameo in Girl Meets World. Um, Who does it but- though?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: um. Yeah. Uh. So I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing what the next Morgan. Yeah. The older they don't us, they age her up right? Like she age her up a yeah. little. Um. I mean, to be honest with you, like the the this Morgan is very memorable to me, but um. It, you know, we'll get we'll get the next Morgan. It's fine. Um oh, excuse me. So this this Morgan is Lily Nixie and the next one is Lindsay Ridgeway. I okay combine the yeah. two. That's fine. Yeah. 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 So um interested to seeing, you know, how Morgan progresses. Mm-hmm. I mean for me in the first season she was mostly there for comedy comedic relief um and then i know like i think the next morgan is like a sassier morgan um we'll see we'll we'll see what comes of it but we will miss you lily nixie you're adorable Mm -hmm. i don't i i did not hate your screaming of your lines (laughs) Unlike Jessica um, I know I much prefer not, to her not yeah. say anything though Yeah, uh. I'm not surprised that she got replaced I think that um, I don't know exactly what was happening But it's pretty evident that it was not going to work out yeah. Going forward Based on
2: season 2 yeah for sure um, let's get into somebody who we saw a little bit more than Morgan. Not a ton more, I guess. Barely. <laughs> barely. Uh, one of our faves, Topanga. Honestly, kind of disappointing. We didn't see more from her. We talked about this a little bit earlier, but like we thought coming into this season, then we're like, yes, can't wait for more Topanga. And then she, while she does, I feel like, okay, so if we're going to say that she doesn't have a lot of moments, I will say the moments we get from her are, are pretty big impact moments Right like she kisses Corey we, we talked About them and pairing off we talked about The who's afraid of Corey Wolf kiss uh, You know them falling asleep While finishing assignment and then That really causes a huge Issue between the two of them uh, Big yeah. rift um, Did we talk about Seven Minutes in Heaven yet? No. Yeah, so that moment is huge too, right? So it's so strange to me that there's no wonder, in my opinion, why we thought Topanga was a big character in this season because the moments she has are super memorable. When she's on screen, right. it's very yeah. memorable. Um. But yeah, we, yeah. we just don't get it from But after... Her.
3: I think, like, after the late teens, like, we do not see
2: Topanga for the rest of the season. Yeah. Clearly and, absent. And when we do, it's like the Corey has mono. That's the the Eric episode. Corey has mono. And, like, it's like she's, like, jealous. Yeah. And not for nothing, but one other thing I want to mention um, is... Just how different Topanga is this season from mm-hmm. season one. Yep. She is no longer the the hippie child, right? The flower child. She is no yeah. longer that person. She calls her dad Daddy. She doesn't even call him Jedediah, which we know from season one. Um, she, you know, she just feels very different as a character. I feel like other friends. One... <laughs> oh, she. she has oh, some yeah, other yeah. friends. Yes, that's right. She's been off hanging out with other teenage girls, apparently adopting their ways. Um, I feel like season one Topanga wouldn't get jealous I feel like season one Topanga Like wouldn't care what other people think as much I just I just I don't know She feels very different this season Not necessarily in a bad way Just in a more conventional way I guess Yeah like we see like a little bit of
3: her like free spirit attitude But it's definitely like she's more like of a normal quote unquote girl Yeah um, In this season Um, Yeah I mean my thoughts are It's disappointing that we didn't see A ton of her Um, I feel like she was more memorable In season one She had higher highs in season one Um, And I'm not I know like season four Very Topanga heavy But I do think that season three We're still going to be a little bit disappointed With um, the presence of Topanga
2: I just think Like it's not even just that We don't have a ton of Topanga It's just that we don't have A ton of women Like we don't Mm, have We have Feeney and Turner As like the main teachers We have Miss Tompkins But I mean she's barely around She really is only there To serve the purpose of dating Turner Amy is there but we barely hear from her Morgan doesn't even utter three words And Topanga's is only in a few scenes Like it's it really is just You feel the absence of women In my opinion in this season
3: (laughs) Yeah well it's called Boy Meets World Jessica it's not called Girl Meets World We had that show and it's shitty So
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying like I think that Because here's the thing I don't know that this show Was meant to serve like only young boys, right? Like I feel like this show is meant to be for kids in general. And so maybe you should include some women who are more staples in the show versus like only having them there as like a, oh, this is their girl that Sean dates this week. Like, come on. I thought this was a girl's show. I mean, we
3: talked about this before. Like I thought like my memory of it was like, oh, the show's so girly. No, like this is a show for young boys really I mean not really But it's for for people it isn't but yeah, it isn't. There's
2: Definitely I, th- I think if you want to have a Show that everybody can I not I don't Know if identify with is the word if Everybody can feel relate that relates To their own life you need to have a main Character who is not a guy like I just say, Right or not only that but I think you I Mean not that Corey is like the most masculine character of all time, but he does show an interest in, you know, a stereotypical masculine things like sports, right? Um, I just think we need more. I would, I wouldn't even say women. I would just say feminine characters. Energy, right? I um, do
3: agree. I do agree. We'll get it. I mean, we'll get it. I mean, like I know there's it's just like I'm not a patient person. <laughs> <laughs> like when and Ange- um Angela comes, we'll get it. When Topanga is yes. a like main character, we'll get it. We get Rachel eventually. Like we get a lot of feminine energy. We're just not quite there
2: yet. Um. Yeah. So and maybe this was a complaint. Continued. Maybe this was like maybe why they end up branching out a bit more. Maybe, yeah. Um, absolutely.
3: Um, but yeah, are we going to talk about
2: um Turner next or Feeney? Let's do Feeney. Let's do Feeney first. He's he's uh from season one so we can kind of track his yeah. uh his progress. Yeah. I think that Feeney was more. Fun in this season and
3: I think That's specifically because he had Mr. Turner to bounce Off of um, I think that he you know had like a lot of like fun moments um he, we see him start his relationship with eric which is like You know arguably he has like a kind of a stronger relationship in a way with eric than cory um Because cory's like kind of focused on like other stuff but he really takes the mentor position for eric Yeah um you know, Corey doesn't need Feeney as much as Eric needs Feeney's guidance. So we see the beginnings of that. Um, still with the long cons, maybe less so. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that he his obsession with Corey is a little less this season. Slightly yeah. um, maybe you know he got really really scared when that one teacher that he tried to date <laughs> found the shrine so shine, he was like yes. oh maybe I need to like back off a little bit um, but ultimately like I do think it was I think I liked Feeney better this season than season one and I think that the reason why is um Turner he got the Turner bump what do you think?
2: Yeah. No, I was going to say the same thing. I think I think Feeney has more of a presence in season one, but that's because Turner's not there yet. So what I will say is while we got less Feeny this season, I really enjoyed the Feeny Turner stuff. So I think it's a difference of like where Amy, we like barely saw her and we're like, where the fuck is Amy. Feeney just got different content than in season one. Mm-hmm. I felt like Turner kind of took over that mentoring type of relationship, at least with Corey and Sean. Like you mentioned, Feeney and Eric grow a little bit closer. Um, but I, I I, really appreciated having Feeney have someone to bounce off of with Turner. Um, I right. think that we have probably more memorable Feeney moments from season one, but... I like the growth that we've had with Feeney so far. I love him having a younger uh, teacher who thinks differently than he does. Um, Makes Feeney seem a little bit crotchety at times and a little bit too traditional. But I I like that. I think it's a fun back and forth. Um, So I'm excited to see even more from Feeney in the future because... We didn't get a ton of Sean and Corey in Feeney's class this time. Um, we got way more of him in them in Turner's class. Uh, so I, I can't wait to see a little bit more of that because I, I do, I will say, I love Feeney as a principal. I think it's fun. Um, I do miss a bit of, of the Feeney in front of the class. I think we only got a little bit of it right. and I, I did miss a bit of it. Um, so hopefully we get more of that in season yeah. three. I like a lot of Feeney's
3: office hours. So, for example, when we see Feeney with fake Griff and real Griff in his office, that was a lot of fun. When we got to see Feeney confront the tutor, that was fun. And, you know, guide Eric. um, That was interesting. So Feeney's office hours, I would like to go to office hours with Feeney. Every day between 3 and 4.30, you can go to... (laughs) Feeney's Office Hours. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I liked him in Danger Boy when he wanted to be dangerous and decided to go on the roller coaster with Corey. That was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, You're right. Definitely, like, get off my lawn, Feeney. Like, we get a lot of moments where he's, like, pretty grumpy.
2: But um,
3: definitely... um, you know, more like I feel like he was more likable this season.
2: Yeah, no, I I agree. It softened him up having Turner around. Um, I I do agree. And speaking of Turner, let's let's turn our attention to Turner. Um, and uh, yeah, obviously I thought he was great. I gave him my MVP vote uh, for this season. He comes in with a bang. I, I I, mean, I don't have a ton more to say about him simply because I've mostly said everything already in that. I love him as a mentor to Corey and Sean. I love the relationship he develops with Sean that we'll see go even further next season. I love his relationship with Feeney. I think the only like negative things I'd have to say with Turner are like he seems to be a bit commitment phobic. And the way he treats uh, uh, Miss Tompkins isn't always great. In that he j- I feel like he just kind of strings her along for for a while there. Um but you know If we have to give him like It's a very real thing like at least It's three dimensional right That he gets more built around his character Um but I love Turner I love him as a character I love that we'll get To see his relationship with Eli next season Really looking forward to that
3: Yeah um Turner's 100% A fuckboy and a horrible boyfriend But aside from that um, I really like him Taking a special interest in his students In the first couple of episodes Of the season we see him connecting With Corey and then ultimately um, Sean um, And we're going to get a lot more of that Content Um, I think that he was A great foil to Feeney I think that his new school mentality Was refreshing um, Versus Feeney's old school mentality Um, I thought That I don't Agree with his teaching methods That every three days his kids Are supposed to read a new book I think that that's (laughs) a lot To ask of Seventh graders And maybe he should rethink that Because it's absolutely insane But I think that um, Mr. Turner there Was refreshing both For Boy Meets World As like for storylines And also Um Refreshing for the eyes. We really enjoyed his style and we really enjoyed his looks and we really enjoyed his face and we really enjoyed his backside. And I guess that is what I think about
2: Mr. Turner. There you go. It's true. He gets the Zaddy Award for this season for sure. Um all right, let's talk about our favorite and least favorite episodes. Funnily enough, as much as I said that I thought this season was kind of meh, um, I did have a lot of episodes I really, really enjoyed. Um, I think that it is no surprise that Career Day and Home are very high up on my list. Two Sean-centric episodes, the more serious episodes of the season. I feel like we've dropped by hook or by crook a ton as well. The Eric episode uh, with the Tudor was really good. Um, and then my two other ones that I do want to mention are, are the two that had really great guest stars. So Sister Teresa, which had TK and Breaking Up is really, really hard to do with Wendy. I thought were also uh, also strong episodes. I, I can't get uh, Corey's old man voice out of my head ever since ever. <laughs> it's really, really hard to do. It's so good. Uh, what about yeah. you, Sarah? What are your, some of your favorites?
3: Um, so obviously Sister Teresa is a big standout To me I think that that was a really Really good episode I agree Career day was also high on my list I really liked Notorious and me and Mr. Jode because of Desiree I feel Like
2: we're kind of forgetting about Desiree
3: This season that's true I
2: do she was How early was she on she was on very Early in the season right? episodes
3: three And four so that's It why. was a long Shame time ago so I, yeah But we had so much fun talking about Desiree and she was Such a psychotic character And we, yeah. we love talking about her I thought that was a lot of fun um, Also liked wrong side of the Tracks um, and then I Agree breaking yep. up is really really hard to do Home by hook or by crook Those are the standouts of the season Um then we get a ton of meh middle of the road episodes um, that really could be ordered in any which way, uh, you know, not standouts, not like something that I would go back and watch um, yeah. a couple
2: of memorable moments. But uh, what about your least favorite episodes? This is gonna surprise nobody because it was in a in a double header podcast where we talked about it for maybe like fifteen minutes and then swiftly moved on <laughs> to the next episode. Uh, who's Afraid of Corey Wolf? Not my favorite. Oh yeah, I just think it, it, the whole episode we were like, "What the fuck is going on? What is the purpose of this episode?" It was like a very like jokey. Like I, I just didn't know what to make of it. I it didn't make narrative sense to me. It just. It's one that I would not, like, if I'm going to do another Boy Meets World rewatch, like, I would not watch that episode. I would skip over it. Yeah.
3: We're scarred by that episode. Like, we <laughs> are seriously, like, whenever there's, like, a Halloween episode of any show that we watch, we're like, oh, oh, no. Another this, this Halloween episode. episode. Yeah, yeah, we don't, like, Who's Afraid of Corey Wolf is by far my least favorite episode Um, Of both the seasons that we've seen Terrible Um, I also Mm -hmm. did not enjoy the beard Where um, Corey and Sean Decide to like You know babysit Two girl options We get like probably Corey And Sean's like worst Behavior when it comes to Dating and women in this episode Mm -hmm. And um, Both Sean looks shitty and Corey looks shitty and we don't want you know our two main characters to look like a bunch of jackasses so I was yeah. not a fan of the beard
2: yeah, that tracks. I was I remember really being disappointed in their behavior in that episode. So I, I do agree with that. I think like and I think naturally for us, it makes sense that the the episodes that we don't really like as much are probably the ones that we didn't enjoy podcasting about as much. Um, I think we said this for season one as well. I think we really enjoyed talking about Desiree and TK and Wendy and all of them. So I think naturally those episodes are going to be higher in our uh, our rankings um also I'd love to hear from from everybody else what what your favorite episode was or or ones that you you absolutely hated um I'd I'd love to hear uh what everybody else thought as well maybe we're on a completely different wavelength than everybody else who knows um let's move on to fashion hour we love leaving uh fashion hour towards the end of our podcasts um we have a winner of the Rachel Green Award and the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness would you like to take Mm. a guess at who won each of those awards I think that Sean
3: won the Rachel Green Award for the most 90s outfits. I think that he had a really great um, grunge aesthetic this season. And then in terms of who won the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness Award... Maybe Corey I feel like Corey Had a lot of like Good looks this season That were like Totally timeless He went away From the color blocking And decided to Try out Eric's hand-me-downs Um Let's start off with the Rachel Green Award. Who won the Rachel Green Award for season two?
2: Uh, so funnily enough, uh, this person's impact is is felt because this person was not in a lot of the show. Like we mentioned earlier, Topanga won the Rachel what? Green Award. She was barely in season. That's how good her how, outfits how are. That? She won with three points. What? <laughs> three points? What is this? How is that even possible? The best part is that tying in second place there are three characters who will have two points apiece. Mr. Turner, Desiree, Desiree, and Sean. Oh no. All right. So I guess that I we it. spread the wealth this season. We did and I think to be honest I think whenever Topanga was on the show we were always putting her outfits in the nominations because I think that she does have great fashion so of course she's going to be there and when she's there she wins so it it does kind of make sense Um yeah so the Paul Rudd certificate of timelessness we actually had a tie for first place I don't know what we do do we have to break the tie um We really spread the wealth in uh, the Paul Rudd uh, Certificate of Timelessness Award this season. A ton of people had like one point here and there, right? We had like background girl. Desiree's also in this category. Ingrid, like a ton of ton of characters here. (laughs) Yeah. We even had a first tie of like Frankie and Joey joint award. Um, But the uh, the top two, you were correct with Corey. Corey had two points. Um, And the other person who tied for first is Feeney with two points. (laughs) Oh wow stunning now okay let tell me who voted for each of these characters okay so for let me I'm pulling up my spreadsheet here and um okay so for the Corey um wins I nominated him you awarded him the points um twice twice both times, and both of those times we had a guest. I don't know that that matters, but both of those times we had a guest. Um, and for the Feeney wins, um, you nominated him once, and I nominated him once. Okay,
3: uh, I don't know what we're going to do. I mean, do we give it to both? Do we flip a coin? I mean, it's our rules. I guess we give it to both.
2: I think they could just tie. They could just tie. I think that's fine. I don't, you know. Yeah, they'll just tie. It's fine. We we really spread the wealth. Um, How there many trophies were... did we order? <laughs> God damn it. We need to order another trophy now. <laughs> we had... A crab, um, okay. We had... <laughs> We had twelve people get uh, points for the for the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness this season, and um, because we did because we had like doubled up a lot of the times, uh, I think we only had fifteen podcasts, so there were a lot of times where a new person was was getting the points. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. let us know if you disagree with that as well. I'm curious who what everybody thinks. I feel like everybody should be on board with Topanga getting the the Rachel Green Award. Turner makes sense as well. I think to be to be in second place. Um, Moving on to our thoughts On for season three What are we What are we looking forward to What are we hoping for Sarah what about you What are you What are you dreaming of For for season three Mm,
3: I'm really looking forward To seeing Sean And Mr. Turner's Relationship like bloom And come into full fruition Um, I think we see the rise And fall in this season So I'm like Maybe Maybe not I'm not quite sure But I'm excited To continue that Um, Interested I mean, all of the Mr. Turner stuff. Interested in seeing Mr. Turner and Eli's relationship. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I know that we see, you know, the beginnings of boyfriend and girlfriend, Corey and Topanga officially. Um, but then we also see a breakup. So I think that's going to be a very interesting episode. Um, kind of like seeing our first breakup happen and us talking about like, Who we think is right in this situation Who do we think is wrong Um, It's very early in the Series to have their first Breakup Um, you know they're A little bit off again on again So I think it's going to be really Interesting seeing it in a you know A an adult's um, Perspective Because back in the day I Was totally like You know team love like you know I, I think I was even like upset With like You know a lot with Topanga at times For breaking off their Mm -hmm. relationship And I'm curious if like You know as like an adult am I going to be Like no like Topanga was justified in This situation or whatever I'm going to think How about you what are you Interested um, or excited for In season three
2: yeah, um, I think that similar to you, I'm excited to see more of Topanga and, and the the Topanga Corey relationship. I think is going to be really interesting to track. Um, I'm excited to see more of the Turner Sean relationship, and we talked about Eli coming in. That's exciting. New Morgan, I- I'm actually interested in seeing what happens with New Morgan because I don't. I only remember the one thing, and it's the the loser freak uh, situation. That's the only thing I really remember about New Morgan. Um, so yeah, I think. I, I really love seeing especially I think a huge indicator of how the season's going to go is what do we think of the premiere um because it's the you know the the characters are changing they're aging right it's this is a kids show so all these all these kids are aging um so seeing that will be fun yeah i think more relationship stuff i just hope that I feel like season two was heavy on the, the teenageriness of it all and kind of lost a little bit of that fun aspect that I think season one was really captured us with. So I hope they find a good balance in season three yeah. of the the relationships, but making it more funny and not making me dislike Corey and Sean and the way they treat women. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. interested to see whose side I fall on as well for the, the Corey relationship drama with Topanga um, so yeah, yeah, we get um, a couple of like really memorable episodes next
3: season as well. Like we get our first like out of box episode with "I Was a Teenage Spy," and that's when they like go back to the nineteen fifties and it's like the Cold <gasps> yes. War era. So that's mm-hmm. gonna be interesting. We get um, we get to see Eric in his prime, get his little weatherman internship. Um, Mm -hmm. Excited to see him thrive in that situation So there's um, a lot to uncover Um, We also I I know there's like a couple of exciting guest stars going on Um, So I think that there's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun I kind of hope we get a new intro too Because honestly, I was not feeling this intro for the second uh, season I even prefer the first yeah. intro better And I was shitting I on definitely the first don't. intro <laughs> No, you don't,
2: yeah I don't like it, no, it's like but so I think- fast
3: Like you don't even see anything
2: yeah, I like the car one. I don't know when we get that. I have a feeling the car one is in it for another more couple of seasons because I believe like Jack and, and them are in that one. So it's going to be a minute till we get that one. But yeah, that'll be fun. I forgot all about the, the intro song because I don't think about it as much because it's not as long as the, the season one one. So I just don't think about the season two one at all. But yeah, that'd, that'd be fun as well. Um, A lot to look forward to. Um, speaking of season three, um, as a scheduling note for you all, um, we are taking one week off between seasons two and three, just kind of a recuperate. We did this between seasons one and two as well. Um, so we won't have a new podcast out for you all next week, but we will the following week. Um, so stay tuned to hear from us. That would be so we're not going to have one release on the seventh or excuse me. We will not have one release on the 10th The next podcast you hear from us Will be on the 17th Um. So Getting into what's coming up from us Obviously Dawson's Creek content As always But we are now in June It's a new month Which means new bonus content Sarah what do we have coming up? So
3: For June We are doing We talked about like you know Childhood classics So the first episode or the first movie that we're going to be covering is A Land Before Time with the great Lindsay Wilson. And that's going to be really, really exciting. Jessica somehow got me to talk about dinosaurs. I don't know how. It's such a scam. Um, (laughs) I don't agree to this, but... Um, Nonetheless like it was definitely something that I watched when I was a kid Um, Obviously there is a character named Sarah So that was uh, very exciting as a young child for me Um, And Jessica loves dinosaurs So any chance she gets talking about dinosaurs She's full I don't love dinosaurs That's not really true. Um, And then a second bonus podcast that we're coming out with is my probably my favorite childhood movie of all time. I love it. It's something that we've been wanting to cover for a really long time. And that is Now and Then with Deirdre from the. PSR discord and I'm really really Excited to talk about now and then um, It's like I said it's a movie that I Watched a ton um, I feel like it has to Hold up um, I feel like it's another one of Those movies that I watch yearly it makes me Ball crying every single time I watch It um, Jessica what what are your thoughts About our upcoming bonus podcasts
2: I'm Really excited I'm really excited both For the guests that we're having on I Think it, Full on Ladies Month, like yes, sign me up for that. Um, as well as the fact that both of these are are really really close to my heart as well. I was obsessed with Land Before Time. Obviously, we all know I love dinosaurs. Um, and uh, now and then is it's just so good. I remember connecting with Christina Ricci's character just so 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 much. Um, so I'm really really excited to be covering uh, both of those this month. So stay tuned for those. The they're gonna be uh they're gonna be fun podcasts. So I can't wait. Me too. Me too. I'm really looking. For- Yes. Um, So if you have feedback for those, you can always send that in shit90spod at gmail.com or you can uh, tweet at us or go on Instagram shit90spod. Uh, and I think that's all we have For you guys so we really appreciate You guys being here if you've listened since The beginning thank you so much uh, This is really every time we wrap up a season I get like a little bit nostalgic like this Is so much fun I can't believe we get to do This uh, all the time so Thank you all for listening uh, we will Talk to you all in two weeks don't forget next Week we're off uh, we will talk to you all next time Bye everybody Shit, shows me